The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zeus news. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zeus news. Hello, you guys. It's me, Conspiracy Ape. And joining me is my buddy, my best friend, my co-host, the Culture Cat. Cat with a K. You guys know him. You love him. Say hello to the people, Culture Cat. What's up, people? Let's go, cats. Let's the go. bangles. The cats. Bangles. You know? Let's fucking go. What noise does a ram make? They just... uh I don't know. Like it doesn't goats. matter because we don't need to make that something like that. They marry it, but go like this. There you go. He's the culture cat, cat with a K at culture cat on the Instagram. I am conspiracy ape at conspiracy ape on the Instagram. Please follow at the zoo's news on Instagram. If you listen to our podcast and you have Instagram and you haven't done that, yet, that would mean the world to us. Cause I don't think we've broken 300 yet. And our, our personal accounts are doing very well. Yeah, we, zoo's news. we don't honestly, we don't. And that's my fault. Maybe I should give you the information to, to get on and we should post something like once a day or something. We need to well, do okay. something. We need to make an effort. I don't want to make this like a meeting, but like there's that new thing where you can do the zoos news and so-and-so. So you can have two accounts tagged to one Instagram post. So everything goes to that. So yeah. So like if you post on yours, you yeah. can, you know, it's like both. I think people eventually go like, why am I following both of these when it's the same shit? Exactly. So we, we need to make, make it a little, little unique. Yeah. All right. But anyways, meeting that's over. yeah. Meeting over. meeting over. Meeting adjourned. Car. Car. Yeah. Abigail is actually here. She's willing to do the show, but she is out in the kitchen making some fucking delicious food because it's Super Bowl Sunday, you guys. I know not everyone gives a shit about football, but hey, if you don't like this episode, you could just listen to the next one. Well, it's not it's, all it's, about... If you're not watching the Super Bowl, you need something to listen to. Yeah, I mean, don't you guys love America? Like, we both think that the NFL is kind of WWE wrestling, but you know what? It's fucking entertainment. It's it's culture. Do I love the NFL, the, the corporate shit they do? Absolutely not. A matter of fact... During the pregame, if I were to drink every time they pandered to black people and made white people feel like shit, I'd be shit-faced for this podcast. So good thing I didn't do that. Well, maybe that's good for the regular average white person to just listen to and start to be like, hey, I'm really, I'm not any of those. Yeah. And none of my friends are any of those. They're fucking full of shit. Maybe it'll help. Like, my whole thing with the kids, have you seen these, I don't mean to derail, but these kids fucking taking off their masks and like protesting in their schools. Dude. Fucking round of applause, guys. Shit is fucking like. I, I was so scared for the youth for quite some time and now I'm like I'm so hopeful so like there's there's a bunch of places in California after the mandates got lifted schools were still requiring kids to wear masks and a bunch of these kids were were organizing these mask off walkouts and um, cheers to you guys thank you so much for doing yeah. that so I think I think and here's my theory with that like especially with kids when you when you over parent when you when you hold people down when you micromanage you create people who get mad at you or you'll find the docile ones like the Democrats who root for you the Stockholm syndrome ones teachers pets but the other ones are gonna be like stop fucking demonizing me yeah and that's what's happening with this fucking anti-racism air quote mm -hmm. fucking bullshit is people making white people feel bad about their skin color and that's racist. And, and if you haven't seen, the, I think the video is on both of our Instagrams, but there's like a, an elementary school teacher that's like, starting tomorrow, no more masks. And the kids lose their shit, dude. Yeah, you post They're like awesome. running around the room, fucking screaming like fucking crazy people. And I love it. Yeah. I, I don't know why starting tomorrow, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how about just take your shit off today? <laughs> like, yeah. like tomorrow, there's going to be less COVID. Yeah. You'll right. get a, you'll get a, a in-school suspension to like in the next two hours. But, but tomorrow, tomorrow you're good. Tomorrow you're good. COVID doesn't give a shit about Wednesdays, only Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's good news. That's good news. Go Bengals. It's the Bengals and the Rams. Okay. Second Super Bowl in a row in a home stadium. Before that never happened. COVID hits. Two home games in a row. Sketchy? Yeah, a little bit. Are the Rams really good? Sure, they're really good. Did I think the Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl at all this whole season? No, I didn't. I never once thought that. Not one time. But you know what? It's entertainment. 
It's entertainment, and I'm going to eat a lot of good fucking food and get shit-faced. Simpsons predicted that the Bengals are going to win. That's correct. Here's the weird thing about that. Let me just put this out there. Um, the Simpsons predicted that it was going to be the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. And the only issue with that is that's that's impossible because both teams are in the AFC. It can't happen. Right. They would they would play each other in the AFC Championship. I thought I thought that video portrayed the San Diego Chargers or some shit like that. No, it, it was, was it was the Dolphins. It was the Bengals and the Dolphins. Bengals in okay. Miami. Well, maybe that's a little nod to and their Freemason buddies that the Bengals are going to win. The because, Chargers are also AFC because, like you said, it's impossible. So maybe maybe that's how like the fucking Freemasons they bet on they they tell people what's going to happen so all their buddies can bet on it and yeah. like that's how they deliver it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. N- next season of The Simpsons is a 33rd season. Oh, so it's probably going to be the last one, right? Homeboy, he, he, the creator of the Simpsons hangs out on Epstein Island. I mean, probably not anymore because you know what happened to that, but he did. He's in the flight logs. Really? Yeah. And the Simpsons has been on for a long fucking time. And I don't know who, I honestly don't know who's watching it. I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I'll watch the Simpsons, I guess if it's fucking just on, but like, I know who the fuck talks about you? Do you? Yeah. I, I don't. I guess it's anecdotal for me, but I hardly know anyone who watches the fucking yeah. Simpsons. But yeah, neither here nor there. So you're you're picking the Bengals based on the Simpsons? No, I just <laughs> that's just that, that's just something I'm throwing out there. However, there are people that are 100. Yeah. percent There are people who are yeah. putting it all on the Bengals. As a matter of fact, in the episode, I think you could find this on Instagram, but in the episode, um, or just watch the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck Instagram. Um. In the episode, it's a, it's a, a one of the like that really smart science guy. I don't watch The Simpsons, so I don't know their names. But he's showing them that his bet one thousand machine or whatever can predict who's going to win. So the answer comes out the Bengals. So it, my point before was just to show that it that both the teams were in the AFC, so that it couldn't have been right on, and they might have done that on purpose. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but. Um, it the, it the thing said yeah put all of your money on the bangles like the guy actually says put all of it in on the bangles in the episode is it an old ass episode they all look old to me okay so then if it's an old episode then my whole theory about what i just said is probably off i thought it was a new episode and they're basically telling people who's going to win but if it's no, an old episode no 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 it's not a new episode okay in well, that in that well, then sense fuck me though. dude fuck me then i i'm picking the bangles by 3 okay fair I that's just like I'm the Bengals because I'm a fucking cat. Dude. I'm the culture cat, so let's go well, cats. Dude, most of the United States wants the Bengals to win, let's be honest. Like most people don't fucking like LA. And LA has had like the most home games in fucking history this season. And they're sharing it with the Chargers. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I think they like 14 of their games were home or some shit like that. That's the Rams? Insane. Yeah. No. I think so. I mean I mean I don't I don't I haven't seen that. That before. number might be off, but they they've had like a an a way uneven. Is that home is games. that because two, there's two teams playing at home? Correct. Okay. So then it wouldn't just be the Rams. It would be the Rams and the San Diego and the Chargers uh, schedules together would conclude, you know, that's what that is. And those turnovers, I mean, those things have happened before. The Jets and the Giants have have shared a stadium. The Raiders and the um, Oakland A's, the um, I think I think the 49ers used to share with maybe the Raiders. Back in the day. And I it's think? funny, the Chargers and the Rams have to conveniently be the same fucking colors to make the stadium way less work. Right. <laughs> it's funny how that is. Yeah. I know it's it's a lot. It's a lot of home games. They had uh, more home games than any other team in the NFL, regardless yeah, of what the number is. Yeah. Um, but, and now the, they're in the Super Bowl. The most team. ironic thing is the, the push at the end of the year for the Rams... Um, the fact that these two guys... Now, here's another, here's another thing, bro. These two guys, these two coaches... Both were on the Washington Redskins coaching staff in 2013 when all that shit was going down and blah, 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 blah about the coach and stuff. So maybe I'm just throwing this out there as a thought and a theory has nothing. There's no I really don't have much evidence besides a coincidence, but those guys worked on the Redskins, which became the hot seat so that they had to change their name. And the owners under the you know under scrutiny. These two coaches are super young, so yeah. maybe they made a deal with them eventually, you know, to yeah. like get them out of that situation so they can get some dirt on the coach or on so, you know whatever the case may, may be. I don't know, but McVeigh has had a huge push behind him. He's that that's the coach for the Rams. Um, they've they they made a push for veterans like uh, Odell Beckham and um, Von Miller at the end of the year to just get like beef it up a little bit. They started winning out of nowhere. The Arizona Cardinals are in the same division. They were eight and zero in the beginning, and then that looked like a fucking 
Interesting. Three, three teams in that division made the playoffs. That's yeah. how fucking broken the and NFL is. And here's the is. other thing. To your to your point, they needed a home team, right? We've t- I think we might have mentioned this before, but they needed a home team. They had the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles. So no, no matter who won in the NFC, it right. was going to be a home game. Yep. There's no... I mean, that's... To an extent, yeah. That's and, crazy. Yeah. And you also have the new stadium. It's like, you know, the whole theory about, you know, the NFL... Lots of teams have won the Super Bowl within like three years of building a new stadium or gone to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals went to the Super Bowl after their stadium was built. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh There's been a handful. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but it's it's a crazy coincidence if you want to call it a coincidence. The Falcons, the the um, the Saints, and you guys got to understand how these stadiums get built. They get built with your tax dollars mostly, and it's like it almost seems like a gift to the city for building the stadium. I don't know. The gift is that you get traffic and you get you know, outside money for the economy. You get people coming from out of town to come buy shit and spend money that otherwise wouldn't be in circuit there. That's awesome. Um, But these owners, like when they moved it for the fucking, um, the all-star game from Atlanta to Denver because of their voting rights, right? (laughs) So stupid. I found out that they they moved, they're talking about moving the Super Bowl from Arizona next year. Yep. And they did move it in the 90s when the when Arizona didn't make Martin Luther King Day a thing. Yeah. And it's like, hold on. That is capitalism. So I can't sit here and pretend like it's not. Like, those people have the right to be like, you know what? We don't want to go there for whatever reason. It shouldn't be political, though. That's yeah. the part. Like, there should be a separation between companies. If companies are going to be LLCs and you can't sue them and that whole thing, like, they're a standalone entity then they shouldn't be able to lobby for politics. Well, I think there was a line that most people were on board and the line has just been crossed by 17 miles. Like I'm most people would be cool with like, yeah, Martin Luther King Day, make it a fucking holiday. Most people would agree to that. But like saying that these fucking voting laws are racist and like, that's like 17 miles over the line. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So it's like, I know what you're saying, but I'm just talking about the, the act next year. That whole thing's ridiculous. I think it'll still end up being in Arizona. To be honest, if I have to, if I had to bet on it, I don't think they're going to move it. There's so much that goes into that. And, but who knows who fucking knows? Yeah. A lot of sketchy shit though. in the NFL, that's for damn sure. And we're, we're not alone in this. Like you have Larry Johnson, fucking former, uh, Kansas city chief running back. Very, very good running back. Not just some scrub that, played a couple seasons i think he won mvp one year yeah he he comes out all the time and says this shit is staged for like he he's more into like the freemason occult symbolism stuff which i'm not going to deny that the nfl probably does that sometimes but i think you and i are more in agreement that it's it's for the benefit of this billion dollar corporation they want to push stars like like burrow they want to push this kid they you know they want to make the most money the most money possible as far as merchandise is concerned as far as you know what i mean that's what we think we think they they manipulate the games for profit that's what I think. I don't think it's all free Masonic occult shit, but you have people like Larry Johnson. You have forget his something. Smith was be, before the last Super Bowl. He went on a talk radio show and basically said, "Yeah, the Super Bowl is not decided on the field." And this is someone who won the Super Bowl. I he mean. won the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers in two thousand one. And he's like, "Listen, it doesn't fucking it doesn't matter what happens. You guys are the X's and O's guys." But he literally says, "You guys are the X's and O's guys, but it's not decided on the field." And this is coming from a former player, and then. You have a bunch of this stuff. There's books been written well, about there's, it. There's obvious ones that you can see that they just chalk up to being bad ref calls. Yeah. Oh, so you think that somebody, you think that they just did that? And you're like, I mean, it's not, is it really that hard? These yeah. guys and are how often, how often does it happen? A lot. These guys are professional athletes. They spend their entire lives doing drills and reps to like to get their muscles to remember what to do. You go out there, and I'm talking about a specific play most people will remember. It was the Rams and the Saints in the in the uh, the NFC Championship two years ago when the Rams lost to the Bucks, and um, with golf. And uh, I think it was the Bucks. I don't remember who the team is. Anyway, the Rams, where they were going, they were playing the Saints, and the Saints defender just nailed the guy in the in in the red zone. Pass interference, boom, and they didn't call it. They didn't call it, and it was like you could see it right there. Like it just benefited the other team that they wanted to win, and it was it was nuts how it happened. And you and 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 then there's when you're when you're explaining throwing games, you have to throw in that the NBA has been caught and oh, people sure. went to prison. 
and shit went down. So it's like we don't. If you want to yeah. really, really break someone's idea about this, just go to the NBA and and walk them through how the NBA yeah. used small market teams like the San Antonio Spurs to win them a lot of money. There's just too much money involved for things to be just played out organically in my eye. And I think we might be pissing some people off. I think some some of the listeners already turned this shit off because they love their football, which is I like football too. I grew up with this shit. Like the announcers just make are comforting. I grew up with this shit. Like hearing it in the background and dude, I love football too. I just don't think it's even close to the same as it used to be. I, I've been I've been I told you the other day that sometimes I just go to YouTube and I watch games from like the eighties and shit. And it's actually a lot of fun. And I don't know what the fuck's going to win either. I just don't look it up. And yeah. the hits are harder. The rules are more legit. There's way less holding calls. There's way less convenient. Like, you know what? There's too many holding calls after the play is over. That's sketchy. Like, the holding flag should be right when there's holding. And I, I just, you can call holding on every play. You can call pass interference on almost every fucking play. It really is up to the ref to decide whether they're... And then, okay, sorry, I'm jumping everywhere because I'm You're fucking... You're fine. Holding it, should... There should be a whistle right after it. They sure, shouldn't yeah. let them There's a out. lot of late flags, which should always be like sketchy. The, the flag is thrown typically when it happens, but right. they let them play it out. So if they score a touchdown, everyone gets excited and they go, oh, there's a holding there. You're like, fuck. It's, like, yeah. why'd you let them run all the way to the end zone? Call the... Blow the fucking whistle. And then you have... The Dolphins and the Browns scandal that just happened this year, which they're blaming yeah. on racism already. That, that already played out earlier during the pregame. That would have been one of my shots if I was playing a drinking game. Blaming it on racism. I don't know. Maybe it is. I have no fucking idea. However, I don't think that it just went away. Someone was paid off the field. Something happened. They, they settled this shit. I think that it's true. that they were. They, so people that don't know, there's scandals that these two head coaches were incentivized to lose games. They got paid, um, one coach got paid $100,000 for every loss, and another coach who came allegedly. out. Allegedly. Yeah, 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 allegedly. Okay. And the other coach who came out and backed him said that he had incentives, like youngest team in the league. If he if he managed to have the average like youngest team, he would get a boost. If he had the least amount of um, tipped balls, he, uh, mo- least amount of fumbles, you know, so if, he had, if he hit yeah. those stats, he would get a bump. That was what and he was claiming. We live in a paradigm where we think the game is manipul- manipulated. So, I mean, it's easy to subscribe to that, but there is a whole other side where this could be just leverage for this whole BLM movement bullshit, like you were saying. And yeah, who knows? Who knows? But that's just two more things that would lead you to believe that. It's not necessarily like all the players know what's going to go on and they're all actors. That's not what we're saying. I no. think the referees are in it. I think some head coaches can be in on it. The owners of the teams are in on it. I think there's different like incentives that manipulate games. And I think some players are in gambling trouble or they're in drug problems with the mafia and stuff. Like pe- People with money have fucking issues that we don't even understand. It's true. Yeah, and like, I, like, and there, there have been like, we, like you're saying examples that have happened in, in, in like court yeah. decisions. So it's not like a hypothetical situation. It's happened a lot in basketball, specifically. Michael because, Jordan because is. Well, I was gonna say the guy, hot, what's his name, uh, Smith from uh, Arizona State University. Yeah, the there's 90s. a documentary on that. Yeah, on Netflix or some shit. Yeah, and he, uh, it, he got caught uh, shaving points so he can make money because he was a poor college kid. Um, and it, they did it, you know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's not, this stuff has happened. So yeah. I when, think when, when we say things like this, most people like to marginalize the situation and they go, Oh my God, these people think that there's someone playing it like Madden or yeah, dude, there's someone out there going and telling Brady to throw a touchdown right now. It's like, that's not how this works. They let it kind of go. And then they use the momentum of the game to help switch what's going on. Um, they could even do things as like after TV breaks, switching out the ball so that the kicker can't kick it as well. Or they could be doing that, but yeah. it's not along those lines that we're talking about. It's more like calling pass interference, not calling pass interference, not calling holding, calling holding where it's not there, calling a fumble when it actually wasn't a fumble. Um, you know, Co- coaches, bad ball placement, the, the time league, management, like the league the NFL itself could give a team an advantage by letting them have the feed to the other sideline. Has anyone ever thought of that ever? Like, sure. They both have headsets on. They're all communicating to each other. There's teams that communicate straight to the quarterback through a microphone and an earpiece. Is yep. that still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, if they wanted to, this is a reach and I have no evidence of this, but I'm just saying like, maybe the sideline has every play they're fucking doing. If they want a team to win. That is a way you could fix a game in football. If you know what's coming, yeah. that will win the fucking game for you. So that goes back to the interview that you were talking about. That Smith guy, he, I think he was a, a, a strong safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the year that they won the Super Bowl with Warren Sapp and John Gruden. And um, they, they, John Gruden was the coach of the of the Raiders the year prior to that. I believe this is how it goes. And um, they knew their offense by play. Like they knew their playbook because they were still running his plays from the year prior. But they hadn't done that all season. The, the Super Bowl season, the Super Bowl game, the day, the day they were going to play their old coach, they break out his plays and this is what this guy came out and said he goes we knew every play they were running yeah and he goes why did they use our coach's playbook the the only the only game they did use it all season yeah anyone who's even dude it doesn't take a genius like anyone who's even played madden for 10 years would know that's sketchy and makes no sense and is a smoking gun and that super bowl was manipulated and the other annoying part is people always go well don't you think someone would come out and then you're like yeah they do. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, but that one guy, dude, he's yeah. crazy. Oh, that other guy, bro, he's fucking nuts. Oh, that other guy, he settled out of court. Like, what does that tell you? And you're like, oh, my God, people do come out and say shit. And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Gruden have a scandal about his emails, too, that came out? Like, yes, I don't know if did. they're correlated, but there's just a lot of blackmail and a lot of sketchy shit. And like, Gruden was also the head coach for the Raiders, the Redskins. And then another thing, they have that new movie on Netflix, I think, called uh, Home Team with Kevin James. And it's the story of Sean Payton the coach of the Saints who won the Super Bowl with the Saints that one year where he was banned for the bounty scandal, where they were incentivizing players to hurt other players, which manipulates the game, by the way. If you're trying to hurt the other players and take them out of the game, that manipulates the game. I mean, it's not you know, as direct as knowing the plays and stuff. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. I'm trying to say this guy has a fucking Disney movie out now because he go when he got suspended, he went and coached his son's team or some shit. And honestly, the movie was was pretty pretty fun. If you have kids to watch it with them, whatever, it's fun. But yeah. it's just surprising that they're lifting up this dude who was allegedly a criminal. You know what I mean? Not oh, a criminal. That's a little harsh, but... Let's throw out another one. You want to talk about another one? How about Michael Vick, dude? Michael oh, yeah. Vick was killing dogs. And not just by making them fight, but that he tortured them if they lost. I mean, very graphically. And people go, oh, that's just part of his culture. I'm sorry... Fuck that then, dude. If like culture can be bad and dehumanizing and, yeah. and fucking all these other things, like you just get a pass for that. They they invited him back on after his served his prison his prison sentence. I think he joined the league again for a season, and then um, and then uh, now is broadcasting with them. Yeah, good point. And there there always seems to be a storyline. Like sometimes in baseball, there really is just a lame World Series and it gets shitty ratings and it's not very good. Yeah. The Super Bowl always has like, they had brothers going against each other, the coaches, uh, the hardballs going going against each other. Yep. That was the same Super Bowl where the light shut off randomly as if they don't have backup generators and shit ready to go for the biggest event in American fucking ever. It's the biggest event in America. It's the Super Bowl. They don't have backup generators. They don't have a backup plan. The lights go out. So you know what I think that was? What's up? I think that the NFL probably knew Colin Kaepernick was going to do this to them eventually. They probably had inside information or saw it coming because I believe it was the very next season that he started kneeling for this for the national anthem. And if he would have won that Super Bowl with the 49ers, he would have been able to say he was a Super Bowl caliber, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And because he didn't, he no, he, they they sat him and they said he wasn't a very good quarterback. Yeah. Which granted, he wasn't. If yeah. he would have won, it would have been like Rex Grossman on the Bears winning a Super Bowl. Like sometimes those quarterbacks get carried in by their good defense and stuff. He was not a very good quarterback, in my opinion. However, he did play in a Super Bowl. They were winning, and then the lights went out, and then the Ravens came back and won the Super Bowl. And I think that was the NFL. Like we gotta stop. We gotta make sure that that the yeah. Ra the Ravens win. This and I game. believe that was. Uh, Ray Lewis's last season who well. murdered a human being by there the you way. go another one he Boom. murdered a human being but yeah whatever you know white people suck you know yeah well this isn't it, it people, has nothing to do I, no people just don't they don't they don't 
connect these dots of the way when you when you start looking at the criminals and the and the NFL and how they give them a pass, it goes all the way down to fucking high school. Like if, yeah. if there's a kid who does something wrong, but he's a star on the on the field, they'll be like, oh shit, he cheated, but whatever, he's the running back. We yeah. need to win this Friday. It goes down that far. Yeah. So I think this past weekend there was a guy who got arrested or a guy who did something. Who the fuck was it? Oh, Kareem Hunt. No, not Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Now, Alvin Kamara. Sorry, Alvin Kamara. Kareem Hunt's another one who got in trouble. Uh, Alvin Kamara. He was right before the Pro Bowl. He got in trouble, uh, arrested for um, domestic violence or, or not domestic violence, beating the shit out of someone, yeah. right, with some other guys. And the police contacted the NFL. They let him play this the, the Pro Bowl and then arrested him afterwards. Yep. That happened. The NFL has its own police force, similar to like Disneyland. It's like they investigate themselves for shit and they're legally allowed to fix their games. That's what people don't understand. Like yeah. sh you shouldn't be allowed to bet on football if legally they can fix their games that they have the same loophole that the WWE has. It's happened before fans have tried to sue uh, when the NFL has openly admitted to fucking Spygate. Spygate. Yeah. Uh -huh. People try to like get their money back from gambling and they're like, no, listen, look, read the back of your ticket. We are here to provide you entertainment. That's it. We're not here they to pull the WWE card, bro. So that's just proof. It's 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 legal proof mm -hmm. that the NFL does not need to provide you a fair game at all. And, and other, I don't think they always do. The other thing is they uh, I don't think they always do either. I'm sure a lot of them are a lot of them do come out and then they manipulate it afterwards. Like the sure. picture has the season has to kind of shape itself. Mm -hmm. Um and then they run with whatever story they can to get sympathy. They ran with Lamar Jackson. Now they're like demonizing Lamar Jackson. They yeah. ran with Cam Newton. Now they're yeah. demonizing Cam Newton. And now they're running with Joe Burrow. And they always cover it up years later, similar to the Sean Payton thing. Like that was bad. Now all of a sudden he's a fucking, like everyone knows who he is because he's in the Disney movie, yep. literally. And that's the same thing with the next 30 for 30 is all about the tuck rule. So they're going to kind of just desensitize people like, oh, this is just fucking normal. I think they're just well, trying to brainwash people that that wasn't just to make the fucking Patriots win that. They do that with all everything. Us. They do that with Jeffrey Epstein. Here's a documentary with everything you need to know. Don't go looking for any other information. Here you go. It's all packed into right. this one thing that we're controlling. They do that with 9-11. They do that sure. with everything. That's how they control history. And people don't put that together. And then and the craziest thing is if they do... They think it starts from like when they woke up till now. A lot of people don't go back in and go, oh, shit. What else did I think that I learned that right. was correct? You so know? the ball's going forward when you're throwing the ball and you get you get sacked. That's an incomplete pass. But he pump faked, right? Then got hit, then fumbled. But they tried to say he tucked the ball in. I still don't understand how that wouldn't be a fumble. It's literally like they just changed reality to make get, get what they wanted. I don't know. They did. It should be interesting to watch it. I want to know what it's what it's going to favor. If they're going to be, I don't know. They've it, already done a documentary on it, and and Tom Brady laughed about it. Um, a lot of people like kind of like, mm, yeah, I know, right? Because there are other calls throughout that season that yeah. that didn't get called. It's right. very easy. So like, if the quarterback's holding it and like it, they're ready to throw it, they're not like up and and cocked ready to throw it, but it's like at their chest. That is holding the ball. If the ball is hit in that position, you are going to get a fumble. It's it's like holding it, like carrying right. it. If you start moving your arm back, it's still not a forward pass because you're not going forward yet. So if it gets knocked out at this point, it's a fumble. Yeah. When you hold it back by your ear and it and it hits you, that is also a fumble. Then when you go to go forward and it, your arm starts to move forward. If the ball comes out, it's arguable that it could be an incomplete pass because it does happen sometimes. In this scenario, he was pulling the ball down to hold it. So he was like going to run with it. Okay. That's what happened. So if you throw an incomplete pass that's behind the line of scrimmage, is that a fumble? In some instances, yes. So why would it matter? Whether you're, why would that be an incomplete pass regardless? If it was an incomplete pass, then it would. I don't. I think because if they touched it, it wouldn't be. Yeah, if they touch, it would be like a like a def, like a deflected pass is what they it would fall under. Okay, that's why. If if you throw the ball to a wide receiver and like a wide a wide receiver screen, for example, and nobody touches it, and that ball stays in bounds, it's a live ball. Okay. If the wide receiver touches it and then it, it touches the ground, that's an incomplete pass. Think there's gonna be some fuckery tonight? 
Of, there's always going to be a fuckery, but yeah. it's going to be towards the end. It yeah. always happens towards the end. It's never like they have to let it play out. They're not going to show their cards in the beginning. And right. then when you do that, like it's like the Falcons and the Patriots. That shit was sketchy. Or the Rams and the Bucks last or, week. Yeah. Or how about the fucking Kansas City Chiefs and the fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that happened. It's almost like Mahomes just stopped playing in the fourth quarter. I don't know what the fuck. You watch the whole game and he is fucking ridiculous in the pocket. He's so quick. He's so fast. He's the scramble. If you watch back and watch some plays, there are some plays where he throws screen passes where he has a lane. He uh -huh. has a lane to the right and he throws to the left. It's like literally. He has a touchdown and Hold, sure, mistakes when he wouldn't. Mistakes are made. Like I'm not gonna like maybe he just didn't see that opportunity, but I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that he just totally shit the bed at the end. And I don't want to necessarily say Mahomes through the game because I don't know. That's a huge fucking allegation. But that game looked really sketchy to me. I'm not gonna lie. It looked sketchy, but who knows? A lot of these games look fucking sketchy. And honestly, I'm not even hating on football. It's honestly kind of entertaining now. Like if if you're aware of it and you're on to it, it's kind of fun just to see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Same with like professional wrestling when you're kids, like it's whatever. Like I know it's fake, but it's still fun to watch. Well, like much like professional wrestling, it's a lot to see. It's a lot to look at football like that and then see how the players become heroes and heels. Yeah. Like it's really interesting. The Chiefs, for example, when they first came up, they've been to four consecutive AFC championships, I believe. That's like the Bills back in the day with Jim Kelly. Like, that could be the push for Mahomes. He could make another one and they'll come up. But like most of these pushes happen in their rookie their rookie contract. And he started getting a lot of flack because of his brother and his wife. Yeah. And they kind of started turning into the heel because they've been so popular for the last four years. When they were coming up, everyone was like, hell yeah, let's go Chiefs because they were like the, the Bengals are right now. And it's really crazy to see how they do this dance with people. And, and it's, you know what I mean? If you start yeah. looking at it like that, you can see how they throw them out. Lamar Jackson's another one. They pumped them up because they were, he was great. He was phenomenal. And then they start looking at him like, you know, he's like losing and right. scandals and all this other stuff. It's like, what the fuck? Are, are you kind of excited for the halftime show? Not at all. No. no. Well, I think it's probably one of the more interesting ones in a long time. I think Prince was fucking amazing. Not for everybody. The young people probably did something else. But yeah. like, I really, I, Prince is my favorite halftime show of all time. But now you got like Eminem and Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar. Like, my dad's going to be like, what the fuck is this? For yeah. sure. My dad's going to be like, what the fuck? But well, it's just like, I, it's got nothing to do. I mean, rap is fun. I love yeah. all those artists. It's they're got nothing to do with they're it. They're legends for what they do, their industry. It's just, it's always too much for me. It's always like, it's this huge show production. And it's like, I don't know. It, it just seems like, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to be like an old grumpy guy, but I just feel like I, our money is, our go, is going way. Like we have families that can't afford houses and we're ordering a gigantic lion so Katy Perry can stand on top of it and sing Roar. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, it feels very Hunger Game-ish to me. That's what I'm trying. It makes me like feel it like that. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. It's, it makes it feel like that's the capital and I'm not welcome. And do it's you, like, I just can't fathom that. Do you want to tell the zoo your bet with your boss just so if it comes true, you can brag about it? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I bet that there was going to be a Tupac hologram. Which I think I think they're going to do California Love because it's in California. And Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is there. And um, Snoop Dogg all of a sudden has allegations, but he's going to be there. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Right? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not in this cancel culture, but it's like, it's strange. You could get one of the worst allegations ever and still fucking be a part of the Super Bowl. Like that's yeah, the sure. thing that drives me crazy is people can say whatever they want. We live in a world where we know at yeah. least of like, we know some of our friends are liars yeah. because we see their Facebooks mm -hmm. and shit and their Instagrams. So it's like, we know that people lie that easily. We know that people lie for clout. We know that happens. Yeah, but so what I the mean, fuck? Snoop Dogg is getting... He's, they're saying that he is part of human trafficking and sexual allegations. And I mean, it's easy to believe because he's been calling himself a pimp for like 30 fucking years. <laughs> what does a pimp do? Yeah. What does a pimp do? They traffic humans. You know, so it's like, I'm not saying he's well, guilty, but I'm just saying, I feel like they pick people that are, e if, if, if it is a fake allegation, they picked like a pretty believable person. Like I would believe that he's involved in that shit. No, I'm they, not saying if he they is. charged him with gang banging. <laughs> you know, like would you be surprised? And he's been he's been outspoken about the vaccine as well. Just to put that. Oh, out I there. didn't know that. I'm just yeah. saying, like because he's a crip, he like openly says he's a crip. 
like you wouldn't be surprised if somebody yeah. was like, he's a gangbanger. People are like, whatever. I'm really done jumping to conclusions, but we are like a conspiracy. Like we have to mention that. We're just sharing the news. We have to mention that. I don't think, like you said, it should not be cancel culture. I hope he still performs. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the situation is with this girl. I know it's really convenient timing. It happened in 2013. Why is it coming out now? It's it's a shame yeah. because like this is why capital this is why this is why communism and socialism won't work because when you open the door with the Me Too movement you're gonna have liars who are gonna be like I want I want on board I I just need to do this and there are always gonna be people who make allegations to hurt other people so they can get ahead in life yeah that is why you communism will never work yeah and to be fair there's a difference between like trafficking like a bunch of young children and women and crossing borders and getting them while they're young and brainwashing them. I think like a lot of this famous people, human trafficking is like them meeting girls at concerts and then wanting to be their girlfriends and then flying them around the country so they can fuck them at different shows. Exactly. That's why like, it, that's it, technically trafficking. If the girl fucking regrets it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, if, if she's you, a willing participant, if you met him at a concert and you sucked his dick backstage and then you become enamored and starstruck and you agree to go around the country with him and tour, with him and, and suck his dick in every fucking state. I mean, what's the difference between being a slut I mean, or just being a groupie and being human trafficked? The only difference is like regret, I would imagine. And I'm not saying that's what happened. Maybe he really is trafficking girl. I, I don't mean, there's know. a lot to it. I'm just I don't saying. Know. I, I think really a lot don't. of a lot of those allegations are women like groupies because that is technically human trafficking depending on the circumstances. But I don't know. Who knows? Right. It's just convenient timing. All of a sudden now he's in this, he's in this role and you're like, you know what I mean? And sure. Snoop Dogg, he coaches kids, kids, Super yeah. Bowl thing, like him playing at the Super Bowl is a huge deal. And they're yeah. like throwing it out now. And him being anti-vax is also a huge thing. I mean, they're, they're Joe, Joe Roganing him. I mean, yeah. it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Did, did you see that video? I actually, I showed you, I showed you the video of Izzy, uh, Israel Anasanya, the middleweight champion in the UFC. Yeah, sticking up for press Joe. conference, sticking up for Joe. This shit is classic. I got, I gotta play this shit for the people. A lot of you have probably heard it already, but this shit is amazing. Let's take a listen. Let me take this one. Hold up, I'm black. I can take this one. Look. Uh, what, what were? No, no. There's a, there's a lot of cunts in this game. There's a lot of snakes in this game. I've been in this fight game since 2008, and Joe Rogan is one of the nicest, coolest, humble motherfuckers I've had the pleasure of working with understand that and you know it's just fuck the noise man you know what they're trying to do you can't control the man and he's got the biggest platform in the world right now so that's my nigga joe rogan fuck the noise it's almost like he knew what he was going to say before he said it because that oh, shit that course. last line hit so hard yes. the crowd goes fucking crazy and he he already had a lot of fans i love izzy he's a fucking so fun to watch but that got him a lot more casual fans. People are going to fucking... Yeah. He, he just he just blew up after that, I think. And he also won last night, if, if anyone yeah. was wondering. Good. He, he won an unanimous decision against Robert Whitaker. So good for him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah. Uh, you got to play that thing about that, the follow-up with uh, Dr. Drew and... Let's, um, let's play the original video first here because I don't think... I mean, it's going all over I think, the place. Didn't we talk but, about it last week or no? Uh, no, I think I posted it like okay. Monday or something. Okay. Or no, I think I, I saw it on Sunday night. Got it. So, I don't know. Here we go. And this, and this happened at the Tempe Improv, which is, if you guys don't know, it's a comedy club in uh, Tempe, Arizona. Uh, and this is comedian Heather McDonald. Brag, I don't care, but I want you to know, double-vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. So that thump and all that laughter is Heather McDonald losing consciousness, falling back and fucking slamming her head on a, on a soundstage in Tempe. That's what that thump was. The crowd erupting, I, I think they probably thought that was a punchline. Like she fake fell. Yeah. Um, which is funny because there's not much laughter during her shitty joke, yeah. during her shitty bit. But then when she eats shit, the crowd erupts, which tells me there's a lot of not anti-vaxxers, but anti-COVID-vaxxers in the crowd because 
the only way that's funny is if it's ironic. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the punchline. Uh-huh. And she was not being ironic. So like Tim Poole talked about it and said that he, he was so wrong. He was like, I think that was part of the, the bit, but yeah. she didn't mean to hit her head. And then Dr. Drew comes out well, and says, to, to his defense real quick, out before he just, she hit the ground. Yeah. It was just that he said that it may have been that he wasn't certain, but that's still like a, it was really irresponsible a take. A it was a suggestion. dumb take. All he had to do is read the news. There was literally a news that came out and said, she's cracked her skull and like, he could have did a little bit of follow up before he just said that. But well, the interesting he was thing wrong is, as fuck. Yeah, Doctor Drew does an interview with her, which we are about to play a, port, a clip of, and he does say, "Look, you passed out before you hit the ground, which is why her head snapped back so quickly." And dude, she sounded so out of breath during the end of the I bit. Was, like she sounded like shit. She sounded out of breath. Like that's the first time I've heard it without in my headphones without seeing it. So I was really concentrating. She was out of breath the whole time. Yeah, she was, she was struggling. Like, and then she would say the next thing, and you can really hear that. So, and it's just ironic, man. You got you got to mention the Jesus part, like the blasphemy. It's very similar, like Tim Pool said when uh, the George Floyd George Floyd mural got struck by lightning, and he goes like in like the Bill Maher uh, documentary when she says, "I asked for rain, and I stuck my hand out, and Jesus made it rain." Yeah, and then and Bill Maher goes, "Well, sometimes it just rains." Yeah, and I agree with that premise to an extent, but it's super interesting that comedians have like hour sets, and that she happens during that bit when she's bragging about her vaccine, and she's. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but that's she's kind of mocking Jesus in a way there, and then she gets struck down like that. And I gotta looks, mention, that. she looks up and it's, goes, "Uh." And then fucking falls back. I mean, it's really, it's hard not to mention. Like, if this was the year five, people would be like, oh, yeah, Jesus definitely smited her. Right. Like, it'd be, it would be no question. But because we, you know, we're too medical and also we don't even think about it. It's just a coincidence. I mean, like you said, she's done that bit so many times. Sure. And she could have stopped at any point. It could have happened when she, when she screamed and said, I, I guess look at my period. What? Like that, when she yelled, what? She's mocking was, other women too. Yeah. Like there are women that are literally having menstrual issues because of this vaccine. That's extremely disrespectful. And I don't even see how it's funny, honestly. Well, she, I, she assumes that they're lying. Yeah. Which is know. fucked up. Yeah. So the whole thing is just a huge mockery and she could have stopped at any moment. She could have passed out at any moment, but she passed out after the punchline clearly Jesus loves me the most. And he you, was like, you know what? Flick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't do know. Do you think man. she'll do that joke anymore? It'd be interesting to see her do it. I want to see. She'll is, still do it. She doesn't seem like the smartest person on the planet and no. she also hit her head. So I doubt she's smarter at all. So listen to this clip with Dr. Drew though. It's very telling. Let's listen to how they just kind of like push it off to the side. Get the booster, um, mm-hmm. which I had double Pfizer and Moderna booster. Um, mm-hmm. three weeks to the day of the fall. Is there yeah. anything that you've seen about time-wise? Because, uh, you know, when I asked the doctors two to, about two to that, three. they said, oh, normally... Okay, go ahead. Two to, two to three weeks. Two to three weeks is where you see really? all this stuff. I have a friend I have a friend that got the booster, and he is dis- he got really destroyed by it. He still can't walk across the room. He's having all kinds of symptoms. There's a lot of funny stuff. Uh, we don't really know what it all is and where it's coming from, but it's still worth doing. It. Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not at the point where I'm saying that it's, it's still worth the risk. But it's got a lot of funny side effects and, and syncope, it's called. Fainting is one of them. And I think it's yeah. from the POT syndrome, P-O-T-T-S. And so you know, I was worried. What I wanted to check was to make sure you didn't have any evidence of myocarditis. Um, you know, when you were, you which were, is, you know, that's why I wanted that, which is an inflammation of the heart. And it changes the way the heart muscle okay. functions a little bit. And that's, that's why I was red hot on that echocardiogram. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. you know, what can I do now? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get the fourth booster, though. I will say that. There, there is not. Yeah, I, there's not yet evidence. There's not I'm science done. for that I, yet. I'm I'm done done right now. If you were 80, if you were 80, we'd be talking about. It. I, I literally talked about it to my 75 and 80 year old patients this morning that I was telling them, eh, I think you're going to probably need it. You don't need it. There's no evidence for that. But the other thing that happened is you got a multi million dollar stroke workup, man. They did so much. They did an MRI, MRA. They did you know, vascular studies of your neck and your heart. They they did a great, huge workup on you. You must have been in that MRI scanner a lot. Doesn't matter. They're not going to give out the real results anyway, fuckers. Can yeah. I just point? Can we quote him for a second? Yeah. He still can't get up and walk across the room there's a lot of funny things going on with this funny dude he's still skirting the line to keep his job like i don't think he really believes that that's just his way of telling a truth yeah keeping his job i agree but holy shit it's crazy 
that people and listen then, to that and, and it's go, like okay. oh and they just move on and, and fuck old people if they fall and fucking crack their head open fuck oh. them you know what i mean to, to me my grandma is in her 90s okay she had covid she beat its ass and she's not even the healthiest woman in the world so i don't know i don't know if like if age just means you should definitely get the fucking gene therapy i think this is just a lot of things propagated and doctors kind of figure shit out as they go and this is brand new and well, they're also incentivized to go certain directions. All of it's coming out now. Yeah. All of it. You hear the AIDS thing? The HIV thing? Huge push for HIV what tests. The fuck, dude? Yeah. People that are getting vaccinated are like ha- ha- having signs of HIV. I don't like, don't quote me. I need to read more into this, but I've just seen a lot of headlines saying that, that this, this fucking, and then Justin Trudeau, and I guess the, one of the CEOs of Pfizer is like deleting a bunch of tweets and shit too. Something's going down, dude. Something's going fucking down right now. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Dude, it's fucking happening. Prince Charles or whatever the fuck his stupid name is. Harry, I don't know. The fucking redheaded <laughs> one that's not that's not part of the family and has now kicked out of the family. Oh, goodness. He fucking went on and he was like, I'm going to go get HIV tested because I want to know my status. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't tell you your fucking status, mate. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. Your test is going to come back that you have gingivitis. Do you remember? I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast either. I'm sorry that the world is, is burning and it's hard to keep track of things. Um, do you remember when that guy, that prince, whatever the fuck, the redheaded one that's not part of the family, that is now officially not part of the family, that one? <laughs> We're just going to call him <laughs> that from now on. I think it's Harry. Fuck him. Who fuck anyway, him? that guy, the ginger, he fucking <laughs> remember the video where he's like doing an interview and he's got like his pilot suit on. I and know then, exactly what you're talking dude, about. Dude, I when I saw that, <laughs> I was like, I was young and I was like, cool, man. Like he's serving his country. He doesn't need to be. He's a prince. That's fucking cool. I know he's not part of the family, but now he's soon to be not actually officially not part of the family. But that's fucking cool. And then I saw it the other day and I was like, what was where was he going? <laughs> this is fucking crazy. What did he? What did he bomb? There's propaganda at its finest, dude. It you don't stop to think. You're just like, oh yeah, he's responding to an alarm. He's getting in yeah. an airplane and he's gonna go shoot something. Where is he going? Yeah. Where did he go? That video. That video. <laughs> I think. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, you sent that to me. And that shit made me fucking crack up. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't put it together. And There's a lot I, of now, shit like that. Yeah. Now I'm seeing things so the, much differently. The dude. propaganda. It, I, it. Not only are more people open to it and they're aware of it. But they're also there's more. They're pumping a lot more out. So it's just all over the dude. The biggest there's gonna be a lot during the Super Bowl. A lot of propaganda, and we're also we gotta look out for the satanic occult shit. I know, dude. Have to look out for that. Lady Gaga like jumped off the top. There's a lot of creepy shit they've done at the Super Bowl, bro. Dude, I just want to say one more thing about like having my eyes open. I, I like pointing this out. Like we didn't know what the term rhino was, and John McCain ran against Obama. Turned out to be a rhino. Mitt Romney ran against Obama and turned out to be a rhino. Like. That's all you need to know. All right. You know what I mean? Like they showed their true colors because of Trump. And that's all you need to know about our politics for the last yeah. fucking 20 and years. And then Trump got elected and they, the whole establishment had a fucking tantrum. So there's, there's only, there's two possibilities. Either the establishment fucking hated Trump for several reasons, or it was all theater and they all pretended to hate him. And everyone who thinks that Trump is just like an evil undercover piece of shit, Freemason asshole. It's one of those options. It feels and pretty it's hard. real, bro. Yeah, I agree. It, it feels it, pretty real. It finds, I find it hard to believe that this is all theater. And if it is, they're doing an amazing job. It's not. His, so, it's not theater. That's, yeah. It feels really real, real because they're going... This is the first time they've gone after the followers. Yeah. The actual American public. Um, the other thing is um, the... I, I did some in investigating the other day. I was really interested looking back on the old politics and stuff. If you go to Wikipedia and you look at American presidents... After a certain period, I want to say it was either after Cleveland or, or, or I don't remember who it was. So I'm just going to say about in that area. After that point, it clearly goes Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. And then there's like a couple Democrats in a row or a couple Republicans in a row. But that's because that guy died and then the yeah. vice president took over. So it looks like a new president, but it's not. It's very interesting how it goes. Oh, Democrat, Republican. It's usually two terms, two terms, yeah. sometimes one term, but it always flip flops every, every yeah. time. 
It's a, it's a pendulum swing. There's never, it, it, there hasn't been a consecutive party yeah. in office for at least a decade since like that is interesting as fuck. It could also just be that pendulum effect. Like you said, like the, the team that's in power is going to get criticized hard for four fucking years and then it's going to switch and the next one's going to get criticized. So it could be a natural pendulum swing because how disastrous our country gets along. But that is interesting because you're right. Back in the day, there would even be party changes, not just Republican and Democrat. Um, but also, uh, I was going to say, I saw somebody, people just believe what they want to believe in at this point, yeah. which is dangerous. I literally saw a post that was like, Trump was the 45th president. Four plus five is nine. He's going to be the 47th president. Four plus seven is 11. That's nine 11. Oh I'm my just God. like, I'm like, what the fuck is your point? Like, really? You think that was plotted out for really, really? And like, well, I, sometimes I feel crazy with the shit I believe in. And then people make me look super based, bro, with the stupid shit they post. But why don't you add those two together and then you get 20? It's fucking dumb, dude. And then, oh, you ran in 2020. <laughs> and then it stops. Or do you go like, you know what I mean? Like, It's what? ridiculous. Like, or do you go 20, two plus zero is two. And then it's two. I mean, how do you, like, you know, I, that's the thing with the numbers. You, so you, dumb. Why, why do you decide to stop? <laughs> like, what does that mean? They make us look really fucking dumb. Those are the kind of people that make me want to change my handle and take conspiracy out of my name, mm. which I, I did that to own the fucking, to own the term and to bring it back. And yeah. also so people could find the content I create, you know, yeah. if you, if you're looking for conspiracy content, you can maybe search conspiracy and find conspiracy. That's really why I did it, but it's almost, I almost regret it because if, if I get any intellectual argument with anybody, it's like, Oh, you have conspiracy in your name. And I'm just like, Oh Fuck yeah, you guys like, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Doesn't mean conspiracies aren't real, jackass. They're very real. And well, a lot of them are proven. I mean, we're like sometimes you, you we look at conspiracies and we go, that's fucking bullshit. Because sure. they're not obviously not so like the conspiracy title just means that you look at things from different angles. Like that's what makes a good judge, don't you think? Like wouldn't you want to wouldn't you want to judge to like hear out somebody's point of view, whether they don't like it or not? Like, dude, that's bullshit. If someone was like, The earth is flat and they're like they're suing this other person, they wouldn't just automatically go, Well, we're not gonna listen to you. Yeah. You have to have an open mind and then and listen to them and then go, All right, we heard you out. We really don't think that's the case we're going to go with science click boom done over with but like if your judge is not like that people should they should be like same thing people should be independent voters they shouldn't know who you're going to vote for you can't you shouldn't be predictable honestly if your ballot didn't have a dem or a rep on it people would have no idea how to fucking vote a lot of people just go down the line democrats go oh, he's a democrat he's a democrat he's a democrat they don't know the individual or their values or how they ran or even what the fuck they look like they're lying and honestly i'm kind of guilty of that too sure it's hard so, not to be so it, it is kind of like a it's easy to get an undercover democrat or an undercover republican it really is easy to to you know to fool people we all need to care a little more that's just the truth we all need to care a little more and actually look into who we're voting for yeah like, i've never been more confident in carrie lake arizona yeah, running for governor badass dude yeah and it's like you got to look into people in order to understand what you're voting for and maybe be a little more active with that well the fact so. that carrie lake left her job i mean she was one of those talking heads she had to read it she knows where the news comes from she knows the news has bias she quit because she didn't believe in the bias yeah and she's openly coming out. That's the thing. Again, when people come out and say, like, you go, okay, they're doing this. And they go, wouldn't somebody come out and say it? Wouldn't somebody be like, hey, they're biased? And you go, they have. And then you demonize. Yeah, them. there's an another woman, Veritas, who came out against Fox. Yeah. So, but, but they will stick to... Uh, James O'Keefe at Project Veritas is a far-right mm -hmm. conspiracy theorist, uh, fucking guerrilla warfare journalist. When, dude, he, he's exposed fox exactly. he exposes anything that's worth exposing but that's neither here nor there yeah before the podcast is over i did real real quick want to mention that the autopsy report for bob saget came back yep he said that he hit his his head it was blunt trauma to his head and and brain bleed and that's very parallel to what happened with Heather McDonald, in my opinion. I'm not saying that's what happened. You, you're very skeptical that it was even brain bleed. That's well, yeah, because my, I mean, the reason why I was skeptical is because they decided to throw in the line. Uh, he hit the back of his head, thought nothing of it, and went to sleep. That's what the police said to the news. Yeah. He hit his head thought nothing of it and went to sleep. I mean, it's possible. How do you know that? Yeah, I'm like, how do you, yeah, sure. How do you know someone didn't hit him in the back of the head with a baseball bat and then lay him in bed? 
How do you know? And everyone, everyone just goes, oh, okay. They forget that police are regular people who make mistakes, who yeah. can be bribed. I've, I mean, do you not watch movies? Yeah. So you're telling me that these movie things aren't possible or yeah. are a lot of them based off of move, uh, like real things. Sure. Like I watch movies and I go, oh shit, yeah, I never thought about that, man. And then people go, oh, that's cool. Good thing cops don't do that in real life. You fucking idiots. I think a lot of movies are true stories that aren't advertised as true stories just because there's really interesting shit that happens in reality that has to be kept a secret. Yeah. And they're literally like, that could be a really good movie though. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of movies are real, to be honest I with agree. you. Um, but just also, there's a parallel with Heather McDonald, homegirl who fell on stage in Tempe. Uh, Dr. Drew even said it's like a, a two to three week period. I'm, I, I think people have dated Bob Saget's booster shot back to like two and a half weeks before he allegedly hit his head and died. Exactly. And Candace Owens came out and said that it's possible that the vaccine led to this and they did not waste any time calling her a fucking crazy bitch. Yep. Wasted no time. So that's the kind of shit that makes me even more skeptical that people are on to something. And Bob Saget was only 65 years old. That's the age of retirement. He was, he was a, he was young, honestly. And I don't think he had, I don't know about his distant past, but I don't think he had drug problems or anything like that. I mean, I think, I mean, not, not like his recent past, but he definitely was a partier. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you ever suck dick for Coke? Just saying Um, it's interesting. It's it's interesting. They're saying he hit his head. And then right after that, Heather McDonald falls, hits her head literally in fucking public on camera. Yeah. And then, but, but, but Candace Owens is fucking crazy. My point is that they go, well, he fell thought nothing or he hit his head, thought nothing of it and went to sleep. So, okay, wait, did he fall when he got out of the shower? And if so, why did he fall? Right. Was it because of his, he did he get like, was the shower too hot? Did he trip? What was it? Was it the booster? Why are you ignoring this fact? You where was he? I mean? Where was he even found dead? Like in lay, his bed. Laying in bed? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, man, it is possible, but you're right. They kind of just, they can't really just come out and say foul play if they have no direct evidence, you know? If there was evidence, let's say there was evidence of someone getting into his room or something like that, they probably would report that it was possible foul play, but. Who knows? I don't think it's foul play. I'm not alluding to that. Some people yeah. are saying it's a murder. I think it's the booster. Yeah, and I think too. he passed out or or did what she did and then didn't have anyone around him. Yeah. And I wouldn't say thought nothing. She went of straight it. to the hospital and got the works. Yeah. I mean, if he really just sat there in his hotel room fucking hurt, I don't no think, help yeah, him. I don't think he thought nothing of it. I think he was like, fuck, I need to get I need to like lay down. Like my I'm fucked. And then he passed out and went to sleep. It's fucking horrible, honestly. So I mean his family originally said he died with um um, like peacefully in his sleep. Um, another thing you mentioned, like uh, the like the media and and what well, we mentioned a second ago, movies and media and stuff, and like how movies are real. I just sent you a clip with Shia LaBeouf talking about his FBI guy. So he did a movie and they had an FBI um agent or an ex FBI agent or something on there to help with like the validity of representation of the FBI spies and stuff. And um, let's listen to this. Listen to this. It's crazy. Consultant on the, on the picture telling me that they can use your ADT security box microphone to to get your stuff that's going on in your house or OnStar they could shut your car down and he told me that one in five phone calls that you make uh, are recorded and logged and I laughed at him and then he played back a phone conversation I had had two years prior come on to joining the picture the FBI consultant remember we had an FBI consultant on, so consultant on the, on the picture that's telling a, that's me a that Hollywood they can use- guy explaining. We had an FBI it's consultant creepy. on our set, and he showed me a phone call I'd made from two years before. I mean, we know that shit's going on, but to actually see someone <clears throat> talk about it and like confirm it, like, we all know that's what's going on. They're logging everything, dude. Someone They're- pointed out that Siri backwards is Iris, Ooh. and Iris is the all-seeing eye. Ooh. And she sees and hears you. That's creepy. Is it intentional? I haven't had an iPhone since the 3GS, but it's not like I trust Android. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, it's Google. It also came out. I don't know if it's a fact, but Jimmy Dore is talking about uh, Sasha Baron Cohen actually being contracted by the the CIA. And a lot of his movies are literally just propaganda films and propaganda and division creators. Yeah. And a lot of the outcomes that seem like it's just like hidden camera stuff is really planned out and you can't release that or get it without consent, without consent of the the intelligence agency signing it off. Mm -hmm. Like they have a lot of power to say, no, that's Mm -hmm. not getting released. Mm -hmm. They have ultimate power. So it doesn't surprise me at all. No. I mean, they're all motivated. Yeah. You know, 
motivated to sway the public opinion in one direction or create diversion or division and diversion. Yeah. And, and be um, careful, be careful with these VPN services that are saying, Oh, you can block your identity, blah, blah, blah. Sure. You could hide your activity from your, your ISP, but these private companies are logging every fucking thing you're doing. And it's similar to incognito mode. They're like, this guy's a VPN. He's probably up to no good. And the majority of people that have VPNs, let's be honest, they're doing things that are illegal, like streaming content that's illegal or shit. They're not supposed to be seeing it's, it's copyright infringement and it's stealing. And it just wants, it makes you wonder if these, these are intelligence funded companies that are basically honeypots and let's say someone gets big, they become a political figure. They're donating a lot of money to the truckers. They're, they're just a fucking problem for the establishment. Well, they pull you aside and they go, Hey, you, you streamed that UFC event, you know, like five years ago, I, we could put you in prison for 10 years for that. Cause that's true. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people assume like it's, it won't happen to me. Like I can't catch all 30 million of us. But if they're yeah. logging everybody and if they're waiting f- until they need it, I'm just saying, yeah, I wouldn't trust VPNs. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It just seems too good to be true. And the way our intelligence agencies operate, I would not trust a VPN. I would honestly just rec- I would recommend to our listeners to just behave yourself. Honestly, go to your friend's house who's streaming the fight illegally. Let them fucking go to prison. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying or don't do that at all. You guys buy the fights, <laughs> buy the fights, uh, buy movies. Don't steal them. But uh, we're running out of time here. Real quick, I just wanted to say um, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies podcast reached out to us and invited us on their show next month. So that's cool. That's going to be breaking dope, our dope. our podcast virginity. We're going to go to another podcast. They are, they're awesome. I've, I've been following them for a while now. They've been on like uh, Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. They're, 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 they're some cool guys. So it's going to be cool to uh, chat, chat with them, the hooligans. Um, so yeah, look out for that. It's the whiskey being and the conspiracies podcast. If you guys don't know them, subscribe to them, give them a listen. Um, because yeah, I appreciate him reaching out. He's the first person to reach out. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's awesome. So yeah, that should be fun. And that should be next month sometime. Other than that, we have, we have the ladies in the, in the other room and they're waiting for us and they sound like they're having a a lot more fun. So we're going to go hang out with the crew. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Zoos News podcast. Please, if you haven't already follow my, my buddy here, the culture cat cat with a K on the Instagram and me conspiracy ape on the Instagram, the zoos news at the zoos news on Instagram. And Remember, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, and if that ever runs out, because you know how Spotify operates, if that ever, if we ever, you know, disappear, we're at thezoosnews.com, and we plan to always be there. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Go cats. Go cats. The Zoos News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoos news, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoos news.